1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Heather McMahon. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I am going to be real and raw with you right now. I am actually sitting in my mother's basement, um, on the floor, just on the floor by the pool table that no one uses. That was an ego purchase from my father. It's engraved with his name on it. So I am, (laughs) damn it, I'm doing the least over here. Not even doing the most, I'm doing the least. Why are you sitting on the floor, Heather? Well, I've realized that I'm not a professional sound engineer and everywhere in this house has an air conditioning running, an ice maker going, just there's noises you never realized were a thing until you're you're back at your mom's house trying to do your job, record your podcast. And the funny thing is, I told my mom, I said, hey, mom, I, I got to do my job today, which is my podcast. I need you to take the dog out for an hour. Y'all go to lunch, get out of the house. I can't hear him in the background. He has an aggressive snore. He's a brachiocephalic dog. She did not take me seriously. I don't know if this is an absolutely not for you in your life, but like I'm 32 and my career is finally like getting a little lift off, off the ground. And my mom does not believe that anything that I do is real. It's like we wanted this our entire lives. But when I tell her like, hey, mom, I have a job, you know, she's like, oh, okay, really? Get your little podcasting. You getting paid from that? I'm like, yeah, actually, it's a job, mom. She's like, "Okay, well, (laughs) well, I got to go to Ikea. She adds an R at the end of Ikea. I got to go to Ikea and I got to go to Costco. So I've got things to do. And you're like, when you're living in my pool house in Bel Air, you'll change the tune of that whistle. You know what I'm saying? I need you to respect my space, mom. Um, That's where I'm at in my life. I mean, my mom, though, also does that to my sister. Like, my sister is an attorney. She goes to court and she'll call, my mom will call her and say, you know, hey, Ashley, I got to talk about a couple things. And my mom's, or my sister says, hey, mom, I'm walking into court. Can I call you in an hour? No, 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 I need five minutes of your time. It's like, no, 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 I'm walking in to go in front of a judge for a client. This is my job. I found that most of our parents, even if you were to, like, run Bank of America, right? I don't know why I, when I think of corporate, I just always say Bank of America. Maybe it's because there's America in the name or it's, like, just a bank. Banks, banks seem very intimidating to me, mostly because when I go in there, they say, hey, can you fill out a deposit slip? And I say, what is that? Like, I feel like I'm in a highly intelligent person. I'm very street smart, but deposit slips make no sense to me. One, how does anybody know their account number? You know what I'm saying? It's not on my card. And I just just need to go to the teller, blink twice, you scan my eyes, Illuminati style, and you just know, oh, that goes in Heather's account. Do you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't even have to give you my ID. It should be like clear, going through the airport. I blink twice. Tink, tink, and you know, let's put in $5.25 on the dot in Heather's account. Mm, Having a cappuccino. I'll tell you what, I used to be just a cold brew gal. I can't do it anymore. The cold brew actually sends my body into cardiovascular shock. I can't do it. I don't know if i become just a, you know, just a big pussy in my 30s, but my levels of caffeine have to stay at a minimum. So today I got creative, you know, my favorite creamer in the world is nut pods. It's the most delicious, like dairy nut free creamer you could ever get your hands on. Is it? No, it's not nut free. I'm sorry. Dairy free. It's not nut free. It's some of the flavors are hazelnut. Anyways, I, we had no almond milk. We had nothing in the house. I didn't have my nut pod creamer. I ran out of it last night. The cinnamon swirl is my favorite right now. FYI. So I found a can of coconut milk, just straight up like pad thai, masaman curry, panang curry, coconut milk. I put that baby in the frother cup. I frothed it up, and damn it, if I'm not having the most authentic Thai coffee you've ever had in your life, it's a Thai cap, so it's a little chunky. You know that the coconut chunks did; they are still there. It's probably got six thousand calories per half a cup, but damn it, I'm improvising because that's what you do when you're 32 and you're back at your mom's house for the week. So Robin is now, she just got home and I said, listen, you got to keep Bronson in the damn kitchen. Okay. I just need you to keep his snarls to one spot of the house. I can't record upstairs. It's too echoey. I hope this sound comes out. Okay. Y'all bear with me. It's been a very big week. It's been a very big three weeks. So, you know, even though I have a lot of absolutely knots, I do want to start off with some absolutely yeses, man, this shit has been a wild ride. And I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I am so insanely grateful for everyone who has followed along since the beginning. I'm so grateful for y'all who send me messages, who come up to me out in the streets and you're like, you're doing it. And you know, the funny thing is, so I just did the Today Show. I co-hosted with Jenna, which was the most incredible experience. And between you and me, okay, let's talk about the inside scoop, the absolute yes on that. One, they put me in Hoda's dressing room. Uh, de fuck? Like, I literally walked in. There's a giant life-size cardboard cutout of Hoda Kotb, who's just like the end-all be-all for me. Now, I don't know about y'all because I've always been unemployed. I've, or when, when I've worked, it's been, you know, in bars. I've worked at night. So I love the morning hour. I've always watched the Today Show slide into Wendy Williams. Like, that is like my chunk. I was never a daytime soaps girl. I was always, let me get that meet in the morning, find out a little news, get the weather with Al Roker, let me giggle with what it was, Kathy Lee and Hoda, and let me get some, spill the tea with Wendy, you know? So the fact that I was in Hoda's dressing room threw me for a fucking loop. I mean, I literally was so nervous. I, You know when you get that, like that rush of adrenaline where you're like i don't know if the heat that's coming up my throat is going to be vomit or if something brilliant's going to come out of my mouth that's where i was right before i went on and then honestly once i got that first joke out and jenna laughed i i you could like physically see on camera that i relaxed my shoulders and i was like okay i can do this and then the hour went by so quick it was unbelievable and also inside scoop jenna is jenna hagerbush jenna bush hager excuse me is such a badass so cool was so warm and welcoming absolutely yes to the whole staff and crew at the today show i'm not just kissing ass right now it really threw me for a loop like i just expected everyone to be kind of buttoned up and that couldn't have been it it couldn't have been further from the truth everyone was so incredibly kind and just cool and and it was awesome so i had the best time there and hopefully i get to come back fingers crossed they were awesome. So what a what a wild week. We sold out. Okay, let's do a little recap of all the aw- awesome, absolutely yes things that are happening. This is my brag because let me tell you, for the last three years, I was living in my mom's basement, mourning my dead dad's death. So I kind of want to have a moment to say thank you to each and every one of you. And let's just highlight the good things that are happening and then we can get into y'all's crazy fucking voicemails. Because some of the things that y'all called in with this week are absolutely mind-blowing. So a couple of absolute yeses. We hosted the Today Show. We sold out the tour so quickly. And y'all, bear with me. We're going to have more dates. It's so funny how aggressive people have gotten to my tour manager, Chris Kettner, if he's listening. He was getting DMs like... This is asinine. How are you not coming to Tulsa? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is like a test market. So just so you know, I signed with an agent. This is the inside, behind the scenes on how you prove to the people who represent you that you're worthy of any of their time. Um, We put out, you know, we, we picked a couple Southern cities. We put it up there. We sold this shit out so quickly. My agents told their agents who told their agents like, This girl's doing the most. And I owe that all to you. Thank you for coming out in droves to buy and support. And if you didn't get tickets, don't worry. We're going to be adding a lot more cities. I would love to be playing the Fox Theater in Atlanta to thousands and thousands of people. But you know what? I still got to work my way there. The Fox does not know who I am. Somebody was like, I don't understand why Heather's not playing, you know, State Farm Arena in Atlanta. And he's like, hey, this is her first tour. Pump the brakes. We called it the farewell tour just in case I really fuck it up, you know, and it's like, all right, well, I did it. So here we go. Uh, but I appreciate each and every one of you for being so supportive and excited. We're going to have so much fun. I can't wait to see you on the road. The first leg is going to be a lot. We're doing 12 shows in eight days. Some nights I'm doing back-to-back shows. And i got to be honest with you. I, the One of the reasons why I'm back in Atlanta is, one, I went to Delta yesterday, which was so much fun, especially if you followed along on Instagram. It was wild. I got to do in-flight you know, flight attendant training simulator. Uh, I did all the safety training. I did service training. I got to get a behind-the-scenes look at the Delta Flight Museum. It was just a wild time. Like, I really had an aviation boner. I'm an aviation geek, nerd, whatever you want to call me. So I came back down to Atlanta to do that. I also came to see my um, health specialist. Because with all the exciting things that were happening last week and, the, you know, the last two weeks, and absolutely not for me is my body. It's like, you know that Kristen Wiig character from SNL where she gets so excited that she just throws herself out a window? She's like, can't keep a secret? Well, that's kind of been me internally. It's like so many wonderful things have been popping and clicking for me. And truly, you know, people think that this shit happens overnight. I've been in this business for 12 years, and the fact that I sold out a a tour in a minute and a half, really, and, you know, I got to co-host the Today Show, and now I'm getting a. A, a, a private tour at Delta. I mean, I'm just, I'm over the moon and so humble and so grateful for everything. So, um, sorry, I keep adjusting. I keep going from Indian style to sitting regular style. Oh shit, you can't call it Indian style anymore, can you? No, 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 I'm so sorry. It's crisscross applesauce. My apologies to the Native American community. That was a, a slip. My friend who's a first grade teacher told me that it is no longer um, correct to call it Indian style. So I apologize. Uh, look, we're learning and growing together. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, it was only about two years ago that I found out that oriental wasn't the proper term. What do you mean, Heather? Well, when your mom's 71 from Boston, she just like, like you just didn't know. You know what I mean? And I know you're probably thinking that's fucking crazy, but my mom's an interior designer. So my entire life I've heard oriental rugs, oriental rugs, which is the proper term for that specific uh, textile artifact, if you will but I was talking to one of my friends and he was like, "Heather, you nobody know he uses that word anymore." And I said, "Well, somebody needs to check in with Robin." Didn't know. So we are learning together. Here's the thing, I can't go back on the Today show if I'm saying Indian style for fuck's sake. And I'm from Atlanta, and I know I know what you say and what you don't say. But fuck me, I'm so sorry, guys. So anyways, I'm back in Atlanta. I'm starting a detox today. And let me tell you what, I've been five days off booze. I've I've truly never felt more alive. I've never woken up in such a hot sweat. Like I'm sweating right now. I'm still in my fruit print pajamas from Show Me Your Moo Moo. But I've just been sweating. I'm going to tell y'all some like personal stuff right now. And so I hope you buckle up and you don't drive your car off the road when you hear this crazy shit. I have had the craziest hormone issues for the last couple years, and I now have an ovarian cyst. They think I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, or polycystic PCOS is basically your hair falls out, you gain forty five pounds, you get cysts on your ovaries and sometimes in your breasts. Um, you're in, you become insulin resistant. It's almost like you have diabetes, and it's all because your hormones aren't regulated. So about three years ago, and it always induced. It all came on because of stress. After my dad passed, my body kind of went into fight or flight shock. It was the trauma, all this shit. But basically, I was just losing clumps of hair in the shower. I'm fat as a house. And I can say that to myself. I don't want anybody to send me a message. Oh, Heather, don't be hard on yourself. You know, shut up, Karen. You go to Pure Bar four days a fucking week. You live in Birmingham and drive a Lexus RX SUV. You know, you know those girls. Karen's, these are the Karen girls. They go to Pure Bar. Listen, if you own a Pure Bar, that's great for you. I went to Pure Bar. It did nothing for me. It's just not enough of a sweat for me. I wore my heart rate monitor. I burned 25 calories in an hour-long class, and I was pissed. When I go exercise, I need a sweat. I don't even care if I just go into a sauna. You're going to burn more calories than if you go to Pure Bar. So Pure Bar only works for the girls who are already, like, really fucking skinny, and then they're just going to town up. Okay, well, I need to town up and also take off seven layers of the the extra 35 pounds of weight I'm carrying around right now Karen <laughs> how's your lexus so anyways um so I, I but then the thing is with pcos is i also had like adrenal issues so you can't Stress yourself out. I was going to SoulCycle, Barry's Bootcamp, all the exercises that I love. Like, you know me, I like the exercise style where you go in, somebody's yelling at you, they tell you you're a piece of shit. They play DMX, you hear gunshots in the music in the back, you think you've been in a drive-by. Like, that's what motivates me to take my RPMs and my BPMs to the next level. This whole, like, we're listening to Shania Twain, like, with a ball between our legs, doing a light flutter, butterfly flutter to squeeze our glutes, does nothing for me. So, the whole point is, though, I my doctor's like, listen, you can't be working out because your body, you just need to sleep, you need to rest. So, I'm coming back to see my specialist in Atlanta. I'm recording in my mom's basement. We kind of had, like, an amazing last two weeks in New York. All these things are happening, and now I'm just sweating in my mom's basement, and I got to go get... About eight vials of blood drawn from my specialist, Kristen, who's at Stat Wellness. And I'm actually going to record her. We're going to do an episode of the podcast with her because I have truly never found someone who has gotten what I'm going through more. And um, she takes clients even if you're not in Atlanta. And this is not like sponsored. I'm just letting you know that I want to bring y'all the health and wealth that um, I've been kind of on a journey. And my whole thing is I have to figure out how to have stamina for the things that are about to happen. You know, you, you sit in your bed as a little kid, you you, and visualize, you manifest the future. And now that it's happening, my body is just <laughs> total utter shock. It's like Kristen Wiig jumping out of a glass window because it's somebody's surprise birthday party like, I'm so excited. I just can't handle it. So I'm seeing the right specialist to get my PCOS, my adrenals, all of the things under control, and I'm going to take you along that journey because really and truly, anytime I've gone to the internet for medical advice, y'all usually tell me I have mesothelioma or cystic fibrosis, but don't worry, it's PCOS, so I'm going to take you along that ride, baby. So a couple absolutely not. like we were talking about earlier. My mom just doesn't understand that when I tell her, hey, mom, I have deadlines. Hey, mom, I have to finish a script. Hey, mom, I have to do these things. She's just like, I don't understand why you can't go to TJ Maxx, Marshall's, and Michael's with me. You know what I mean? Like, you're here. You're mine. She says that very possessively. When you're in Atlanta, you're mine. I'm like, I'm not yours, mom. I also have to, like, go out and, like, live my life. But I'm really glad that you're just, I'm yours. And I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. We're like two peas in a pod. And you know what was fun? Okay, so my sister broke her ankle on that fucking bird scooter, which is ironic because all she ever does is make fun of her friends that get hurt on the bird scooters. So I landed on Saturday. I text her. I'm like, hey, bitch, you want to go to lunch? She said, well, actually, I just woke up from my hangover, and um, you're going to have to take me to the hospital because I'm pretty sure I broke my ankle. There's that. So then I spent my Saturday. I fireman carried her ass. Threw in the back of my mom's car. We took her to the ER. Hey, big shout-out, though, to the uh, ER crew at Piedmont Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. They had her in and out in 45 minutes. I mean, I thought for sure we were just going to have to pitch a tent and sleep. Sleep there. You know, anytime I've been to the ER, it's been a six-hour extravaganza. So, big shout-out to them. The interesting thing was, the ER doctor told her, he said, listen, these, you know, bird scooters, lime scooters, Uh, Tangerine, Scooters, whatever the hell they are, they're keeping the entire ER in business. They said that they see at least 15 people a week coming in with limbs, smashed faces. I had a friend who smashed their face in having to get reconstructive surgery. I'm going to tell you right now, it's an absolutely not for me, Karen. Don't ask me to go to a fucking brewery. Let's go to an artisanal brewery, a craft brewery, and then get on Scooters. That's for jokers. If you're dumb enough to chug eight gravity beers, not gravity bombs, gravity beers, you know, they have like 9% alcohol. Oh shit, guys. I am in the basement and Bronson can see me. I am downstairs and he can see me and he can hear me and I'm trying to hide because he will literally come to the door and bark his ass off. Shit. It's like I'm hiding in, I'm like in my own hell. I'm hiding in my mom's house. From the fucking dog. And I said, Mom, just keep him upstairs in the kitchen. Just keep him upstairs. I give her one job. You know, everybody wants her to come on tour with me. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Robin's going to expect me to take her out shopping. She's going to need to be wined and dined every night. Look, I just can't do it. I need to focus on me. Anywho, so if you're, listen, if you take anything away from this episode of the podcast, don't get on one of those fucking scooters and scoot your ass through town. One, you're either going to get clipped by a car. You're going to fall off the thing and break your nose. Listen, my face is my moneymaker. We all know that the face is good. And and I'm going to wear that with pride. You know, I've got a thick fucking neck, apple body, thin ankles, but the face is so good. And I'm not trying to fuck that up. You know what I'd like to start a movement? If you have a good face, own it. You know, I, know I, I feel pretty. I do. I look in the mirror every day and I go, girl, look at that little button nose. The soft, natural lips, a strong brow. You did it. You and God did it. And, well, your g- genetics. But I don't think, um, you know, it's all about ripped abs and, and cut arms. When are we ever just going to say, you know what, you've got a soft figure, but damn it if you don't have a good face. And, and truly, at the end of the day, your ass can melt you can be thin, but you know what I'm going to have? I don't know if you can hear that. I'm patting the collagen on my cheeks because guess what? Yeah, my, my little chubby cheeks are going to last me till I'm 95. So while all y'all thin bitches are getting fillers, mama's going to look flush and ready to go, glowing. All right, so now we are going to uh, take some of your voicemails. Now that I've gotten a couple things, you know, bitching about my degenerate family. Um, now I'm going to take some voicemails. We are going to hit the hotline, the absolutely not line, or as I like to call it, um, the Fatiana line. Cause a lot of y'all call in a little wasted and I kind of live for it. Um, I'm not on the booze right now and this is not like a sobriety thing. Side note, I don't want anybody to think like I'm not talking, I'm not in a program. I'm simply trying to get my life, my inflammation under control so that I can be the best version of me when I'm out on tour. Because honestly, I'd have one glass of wine and feel like shit the next day and I just need to like focus. I'm literally sweating. I'm actually physically sweating sitting in this air conditioning basement right now. This air conditioned basement is, I mean, it's usually like a meat locker down here. I'm sitting under the pool table recording, drinking my Thai, full fat coconut milk, cappuccino. It's fucking delicious. And um, I'm about to get to your voicemails. Okay, here we go.
1: Hey, Heather, it's Madison from Texas, and I have a big absolutely not. So I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I hate people who give you unsolicited advice um, and who think that they can live their your life better than you, if that makes any sense. You know, when somebody says, like, what apartment are you moving into? And then you tell them and they're like, mm, no, you should do this and then explain how they did everything in their life, and how why your decision is wrong, and X, Y, and Z, and the people who just tend to do that with everything, Um, it's probably the most annoying thing on the planet, don't know how to deal with it, especially when you have to deal with those people, because some of them might happen to be related, so um, yeah, let me know your thoughts, because I don't really give a damn who thinks they can live their life better than me because it's not their decision. It's mine. So, all right. Thanks, and Love your show. Love your podcast.
0: Love your Instagram. Peace and love from Texas. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks, Madison from Texas. Wow. Uh, honey, I feel you're strong on that. Nothing is worse than when people meddle in your shit. Um, you know what it is, too? I, hmm. Here's the thing. I'm one of those friends, people come to me though for advice all the time, right? You're just like bitching with your girlfriends. And then when they ask you for advice though, and they are like, hey, what do you think about the situation? And then you give them the advice, you know, you're like, you know what? I, I, I don't think he's a nice guy. I think maybe you should break up with him. And then they get pissed. That also pisses me off. The, see, it always happens reverse for me, right? I'm a good listener. I'm a Pisces. I want to sit back. I want to listen to what you have to say. But then if you spill the beans, it's like the worst thing that women do is, right? We tell our friends, oh, my God, I've been dating this guy, Mike. Mike's he literally, like, is the worst. He's cheap. He doesn't like his mother. He's bad in bed, like all these things. They tell you all these things. And then you're like, listen, I think you should break up with Mike. Writing's on the wall, right? This is a no-brainer. They get back with Mike, and then they hate you, and they don't speak to you for three months. Sometimes in this situation, people have to learn on their own, but when it comes to your life and you haven't asked anyone for advice and they just want to start throwing in their two cents, absolutely fucking not. Take a walk. Ooh, you know what's a phrase we need to bring back? Hey, hey, buddy, take a hike. I'm gonna start saying that. There is somebody in my life, and I can't, oh fuck, I can't believe I'm about to talk about this on the podcast. Okay, I'm gonna be real. Whatever, I'm gonna be real. There's somebody in my life who's been in my life for a while now, and uh, we don't get along. I have been super respectful, always. Have, I, I always try to be respectful, and they do not respect me. And uh, it's kind of gotten to the point where, but they're the first person to like, chime in and tell me what they think, even though I, I just, I can't. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is. It, that doesn't matter. It's just, I, I can literally get along with the brick wall, right? And that's just because I like to chat. I like to learn about people. I like to meet new people. I'm here for people of all different walks of life. And, and, and like the more different we are, the better it is. But this is somebody who's going to be close to me in my life. And they just don't like me for whatever reason. I can't win them over. We can't even really find common ground. And the problem is, is that they disrespect me. And I'm not one of those people like, oh, you disrespect me. But it's so blatantly obvious and they've disrespected like a lot of other people that I care about that I'm in a tough position because I'm trying to be the bigger person. I'm trying to be thoughtful, respectful, do the godly thing. But in all reality, I just want to be like, you need to go. And, 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 and I'm in a tough position. I, I'm trying to do the right thing, but I'm also having to have make sure I have respect for myself. And that's a fine line. That's a fine line when you're trying to do the right thing. So needless to say, Madison, I hear you. The point being is, though, that this person is always just like throwing out their two cents. And I'm like, you know what? You haven't even been nice to me for the past decade. So I don't even know why I'm now all of a sudden supposed to take your advice. Hey, 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 Claire, agree to disagree. Take a hike. I love that. I love a solid take a hike. You know, we need to just start bringing back those old school phrases. No curse words, just to the point. Madison, thanks for that call. All right, I interrupt this episode of Absolutely Not to talk to you about a company that I'm truly obsessed with. Ladies, how many times have you been out shopping and found like a Louis Vuitton or a Gucci or maybe a Chanel that you just have said like, oh my God, that is to die for. But then you look at the price tag and you're like, absolutely frigging not. Okay, I'm not paying full price for anything. That's just not how I roll. I'm telling you right now, that will not happen when you visit Z. Trade-Z, yes, TradeZ.com. And I need to spill the tea on TradeZ because it's just that good. TradeZ is the hottest online luxury fashion resale marketplace where you'll get all the fashion you want on your own terms. Oh, yeah, you heard me right. I literally saw a Louis Vuitton Neverfull. You guys, it was gorgeous condition. and It was like $400. Are you kidding me? Yes, $400. If you think I'm going to the store and paying full price, you're out of your damn mind. I have never seen one in stores that's less than, I don't know, what, $1,000? And style isn't about spending a fortune, am I right? It's about finding what makes you feel amazing at prices that you can feel good about. And that's exactly what you'll get at trade scene. And now you guys know, I feel, you know how I feel about schlepping around New York in the heat with a gazillion people everywhere, just dripping sweat like I'm at a soul cycle class. Okay, absolutely not. That's why I love TradeZ, because I can sit back, sip some Chardonnay, and shop Prada bags from the comfort of my own home without the raging underboob sweat and the sewer rats. In fact, I never have to leave my house to buy or sell on Tradesy. You guys, you can sell what you already have in your closet to buy your next favorite thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Sell it. Get a new one. If you're like me, you have pieces in your closet that you'll literally, you've never even worn them. Or maybe you've worn just a handful of times. List them on Tradesy, get a free shipping kit so you don't even have to go to the post office to mail it. Earn cash and never come out of pocket to buy a designer again. Honestly, it's a game changer. Here's the best part. There's no fake shit. Everything on Tradesy is guaranteed authentic or your money back. And that's what I like to hear. And, oh wait for it, if you don't like it, don't keep it. They handle returns so you don't have to. So all I'm saying is it's a win-win on Tradesy. Get that designer bag that you've been looking at for years. Don't spend full price. You know it's authentic. I'm all about authenticity. And I want to know that my Chanel gets a blue check mark. Visit Tradesy.com to save $50 on your very first Tradesy purchase when it's $400 or more. Use code ABSOLUTELY at checkout at Tradesy.com. That's promo code ABSOLUTELY at Tradesy.com. Ladies get to shop in. I can't wait to see you out in the mean streets of whatever town I'm coming to next on tour with your fabulous Tradesy bag. Tradesy.com.
2: Hi, Heather. My absolutely not involves being a sibling and not being asked to be part of another sibling's wedding. So, this has been a hot button topic ever since it happened to me recently back in April. A little backstory I'm a triplet, I have two brothers, and I always just assumed that I would be in both brothers' weddings and they would be in mine. It was just assumed, there was no discussion, nothing. Come to find out, I get invited um by my now sister-in-law to go on her um bachelorette trip but was not asked to be a bridesmaid obviously I was hurt and my feelings you know were very very hurt and I was upset but I held my tongue until after the wedding and after they got back from the honeymoon and then had a discussion with her and she really did not give me a clear answer or a reason I thought I had a great relationship with both of them still think that I do um but, yeah, just kind of wanted to know your thoughts and opinions on that. Um, I think personally that siblings should always be in each other's weddings um, unless there is just some, you know, crazy circumstantial reason as as to why they don't want to be or can't be. Um, other than that, I think it should just be an assumed thing, especially in the South. I'm born and raised in Tennessee, and that's just Not how we do things, but apparently she thought otherwise, so I smiled and bared it through the pictures, kept my head held high, and broke down a couple days after the wedding was over. My feelings were hurt, but you know, got to keep it moving, but that is my absolutely not.
0: Okay, caller, thanks for calling in. I didn't catch your name, but you have a sweet Tennessee accent, and I'm here for it. All right, listen, this is a hot-button topic. You're right. Uh, I gotta be honest with you, though. I totally disagree. And here's why. Now, I am planning my wedding, and I'm having Jeff's wonderful sister, Jessica, in my wedding because she's a sweetheart, and we have a great time together. Um, But I completely disagree. I do not think you should have family. Your family should not be forced to be in the wedding. Um, And I hear you with the Southern hospitality. I know we're all about family. Here's, okay, there's two parts. One, did she have like 15 bridesmaids? If she had 15 bridesmaids and then didn't have you in it, then she's a, she's a, a hoe and a half. Okay, I'm going to be honest. If she only had like two or three and kept it small, no, I, I, I disagree. Um, and also from your voice, I can tell you're not like 22. I feel like you're probably around my age, uh, early 30s. Do you, I mean, do you really want to be in the wedding? You know what I mean? I if, if I never get asked to be in another wedding, it'll be the best day of my life. And I know that sounds awful, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Here's my theory. Yes, it's nice to put your family in the wedding because they're going to be in the photos anyways, but I don't think it is necessarily a uh, an absolutely. You know what I mean? As a bride, you've got a lot of emotions going on. I mean, as long as she was respectful, that's the biggest thing. Now, if you had other siblings that were put in the wedding and then you weren't, well, maybe you're not as close as you think you are to her. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you said something at Thanksgiving that triggered her And now she's like, I gotta keep my eye on that one from Tennessee. I just think in this day and age, we're making our own rules. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have, you know, your fiance's third cousin in your wedding. That's insane. I mean, listen, I'm having to cut the list for my wedding and people are already getting pissed. And my thing is one, if I've never met you, you're not coming. Two, if I haven't heard from you in three years, you're not coming. Speaking of which, it's funny. I'm home in Atlanta this week, as you know. And, you know, people see on the IG, Heather's here, well, I'm detoxing, I'm relaxing, I'm taking meetings, I'm, I'm, you know, doing the things that I need to do for wellness and self-care and kind of getting my mind right. People are coming out of the woodworks to quote-unquote grab a drink. Hey, let's go to Storico Fresco and have Cache Pepe. And I want to be like, in the words of Chris Lilly from uh, Summer Heights High, where you been, bitch? You know what I'm saying? Where have these people been the last three years when I was living here? Depressed out of my mind, you know, just cruising Linux Mall looking for a friend. So all I'm saying is don't take it too personally. If she didn't give you the right answer, it's probably because she just had other people that she's insanely close with that she wanted to honor them. I mean, listen, my bridesmaids are as follows, okay? My three best girlfriends that I've known since kindergarten, Anne-Marie, Katie, Mary Beth, my best guy friend in the world, Raymond Padilla, he's my man of honor, My sister, who's my maid of honor, Anne-Marie, who's one of, you know, the core three from high school, she's my matron of honor, and uh, Jeff's sister, because we have a good laugh together. But also, you know, when Jeff and I are going through the list, kind of who's getting invited, I said, listen, we got to be honest. I know we have a lot of quote unquote friends and family, but we just need to, since we're going to Italy, pick the people that are actually involved in our life. I don't care if you send me a fucking Kate Spade platter to serve beef tenderloin on. Aunt Leslie, I haven't heard from you in four years. You get in the boot. I will say, Miss Tennessee, um, I'm sorry if your feelings got hurt, but listen, let it go. It's not worth it. You know, it's really not worth it. What were you gonna do, like squeeze into a peach dress? I feel like they always put me in peach, and listen, I look good in peach, but I don't want to have to wear two layers of Spanx, get squeezed into some David Bridals bullshit. At the end of the day, you got to enjoy the wedding, and you didn't have to do the before stuff, but if you really are upset, again, I always say in arguments, communication is key. Go ahead, tell her how it made you feel, and honestly, at the end of the day, let it go. Do you still have a great relationship with your brother? Then fantastic. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't harbor on it. I hear you if your feelings were hurt, but you gotta let this one go. Love you, mean it, Miss Tennessee. Keep being sassy and fabulous, and do your thing.
3: Hey Heather, this is Mallory from Michigan. Um, I have an absolutely yes today. So I finally went to a Delta Sky Club lounge, uh, and I went because you really suggested it. I have the Sky Miles card. Your girl has just never lived that good, but it was only twenty nine ninety nine, and I felt amazing. It was wonderful, but the absolutely yes is that I agree. It is a good place to meet people. Everybody, I got so much eye contact. I'm not, I am not single, but I got so much eye contact in that lounge. Um, Everybody was looking up and it was like a Thursday evening business travelers, but everyone was looking It's like, what, is this kind of like a meat market? It kind of is. Everybody's also kind of like going crazy at the food bar, going crazy at the wine bar. But yeah, absolutely, yes. Find your lover at the Delta Sky Club Lounge. Agreed.
0: All right. Mallory from Michigan. I love an absolutely yes. Okay. Let's sprinkle in a little positive with uh, the bitch sesh that we're having. I told you, girl, I told you the Delta Sky Club is where it's at. And listen, ladies, even if you are married, and I'm not saying you're going to do anything shady, but if you're on a little business trip and you want to feel good about yourself, hit that Sky Club. It's like, you know how you go into a casino and, you you know, they're, they're just pumping that smell in the air. It's a little bit of cigarette. It's a little bit of sass. It's a little bit of don't tell mom what I'm up to. You hear the music. It's just like you feel alive. That's how I feel in the Sky Club. I mean, nothing makes me happier than getting a nice little chardonnay, sitting back with a snack, sitting in a comfy chair, and just watching it go down. And listen, even if you're married, you can still smile and be cordial and hospitable and do a little wink. Um, You know, I'm telling you, it makes me feel alive every time I go. And I will say, when I got engaged and I started wearing a ring, I've never gotten hit on more in my life. I was like, where were these guys years ago before I met Jeff? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I, Jeff is a love of my life. I don't want to be with any of them. But I'm just referencing, you know, where was the flirt sesh when I was sitting at home alone on a Saturday night watching Gilmore Girls crying myself to sleep? You know, I should have been in the Sky Club picking up booty. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yes. I love that you had a great time. I love that you treated yourself. And listen, if you have the Delta credit cards, I have the Reserve. I have the American Express Platinum. You can get, you know, they have the American Express uh, Delta Gold. They have the American Express Delta Silver. All of those. Some of those have fees. Some of them don't. But listen, by the time you go and buy a Starbucks and a shitty buffalo, you know, boneless buffalo wing at a TGI Friday's in the airport. You can just spend the $29 and go ahead and sit in the Sky Club and eat for free and live your best life. And if you're single, remember what I say about the Sky Club. One, if you go there on a Saturday, you're going to be disappointed because all the hotties are already at their destination doing fabulous things. So it's really a Monday through Friday, even a Sunday evening thing when people are getting, you know, home from their trips, point A to point B. But if you really want to crush it, get there on like a Thursday evening or a Monday like 9 a.m. Oh, boner alert. If you're single ladies, do yourself a favor, invest in your future, hit the sky club, find yourself some dong and live your best life. I love that you had a great time. And I love that you, um, you know, felt good about your your Delta Amex purchase. Go on with your bad self girlfriend. Absolutely yes.
1: Hi Heather, long time follower, first time caller. I have an absolutely not. I'm going to leave my name anonymous because I don't want the backlash, but I work in corporate America, and let me tell you, offices and office buildings in general are an absolutely not, but I was in someone's queue the other day, and I spotted something on the floor, and when I went down to pick it up, it was a fingernail, maybe even a toenail. I don't know, but when when do people think it's appropriate to clip their toenails in a public space, especially in an office space where you're paid to be there? You're not getting paid to clip your own nails. That's my absolutely not. Thank you for doing the Lord's work.
0: All right, caller, thanks for, um, wow, staying anonymous. Listen, I can hear you whispering in a cubicle. Like I know that you're hiding in your own cubicle with your little Bluetooth headset on, adorable. You know what, corporate America, I've never been a part of, and I'll be honest with you, I know that I'm an HR liability because if I saw my bunk mate, if you will, my cubicle mate, let's call her Caroline, clipping her fucking toenails, I would sound the alarm. That is an absolutely not. I don't understand why people think it's appropriate to take articles of their body, i.e. mucus, fingernails, weird strands of hair, and just throw it out into the ethosphere. You know, I understand we all get a little something in our nose that we got to get, find a tissue, dispose of it properly. You're going to clip your toenails? Are you out of your fucking mind? Absolutely not. Not. And I'm glad that you were quiet about it, and I'm glad that you didn't give us your name because you know what? I know that you're still trying to be an upstanding citizen, and you're probably going to get Employee of the Month. I'm going to manifest that for you right now for being a soft whistleblower. You're, you didn't say who it was. But you know what I think you need to do? I think you need to go up to them and just say, hey, this is disgusting. Woman to woman, friend to friend, buddy to buddy, coworker to coworker. You, what are you doing? You clipping your damn nails? You know what used to always piss me off is when I worked in the restaurant biz and all the people who were smokers, and I'm not hating on smokers, like do your thing, but they would get an extra like 20-minute break because they would go out and smoke. And I was like, okay, I'm over here having to put in extra elbow grease and you're getting extra time to just go smoke? Oh, that must be nice. It's like I wanted to take up smoking just so I could get the 20 minutes to go outside and collect my thoughts. You know, I don't like it when it is, um, I don't like it when people take advantage of, Your kindness. Also, I don't know if you can hear this right now. Absolutely not. My mom is upstairs on the loudest fucking phone call. Hold on. Mom, mom, take it off fucking speaker. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if that was too loud. This is what I deal with y'all. I tell my mom I'm in the basement and I know you want me to bring her on the podcast, but Robin doesn't have time for me. Okay. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Robin's like, I've got to do errands. Oh, really? She literally has the phone on fucking speakerphone. I love her. I respect her. I'm always respectful of her. But at this moment, I'm like, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. We can hear you. You know what? She might as well just be reading out her credit card number. 179 635 <laughs> expiration 0429. I mean, this is insane. I'm sorry that your coworker is being disgusting, but I think you leave a little note. And if you want to be anonymous, you just say, hey, this is fucking gross, XOXO, cube girl, like gossip girl. I'm here for it. All right. Thank you for calling. We're going to get to the next one.
1: Hi, Heather. It's Madeline from Austin. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so excited to see your success grow. My absolutely not today is someone requesting, sending you a Venmo request post, um, inviting you to their dinner party. And and I just think that's a big, absolutely not.
0: Okay. Madeline from Austin. Wow. This is a huge, absolutely not. Also, I love that we've had like Madeline's Mallory's McKenzie's, uh, Michelle's, a lot of M's calling in today. I'm here for it. Hold on. Let me get this straight. You went to someone's dinner party. Okay. One, was it at a restaurant or was it at their house? Okay. One, if it was at their house and they sent you a Venmo request, <laughs> never speak to them again. That's insane. As far as I'm concerned, if you're coming over to a party at Mikasa, which is Sukasa, and you, what's the protocol? You say, hey, you know, I tell my buddy Ray, hey, Ray, I'm coming over. What do you need me to bring? If Ray says, hey, just bring tequila. You bring tequila, that's all you're on the hook for. But if I, I invite you to my house and then I expect you to pay for the pimento cheese dip, wow. That person should be locked up for insanity. If you think you need that kind of horse shit in your life, cut them out, just cut them out. Now, if you're at a, at a birthday party at a restaurant, this is where it's a little tricky. Cause I feel like we're all kind of in this space. Like I'm, I'm so envious of my friends who go out and they have rich husbands, and the husband just picks up the tab, and like it's a very like nice, kind, grand gesture. You know, they're not doing it to like be arrogant or show how much money they have. But there's nothing sexier when than when like your friend's husband named like what's his name like Charles, and Charles is like, hey guys. Oh, God, put away your credit cards. It's on me. Like, don't you love that part at the end of the night where everyone's like, oh, what do I owe? What do I owe? It's like, hey, Charles has got it. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. There is nothing that gives me a bigger lady boner than when Charles picks up the tab. But if you're out with, like, say, 20 girlfriends and they and somebody invited you to their birthday, was it a birthday dinner? They invited you to their dinner party and then they sent you a Venmo request. Ooh, I need more details. Now, my friends are all still pretty cheap. You know what I mean? I have maybe one out of every 10 friends who's like, who picks up the tab. And, you know, as I am, um, you know, becoming a businesswoman, I am trying to pick up the tab. But see, I go the other way. I get so nervous about asking people to, to chip in and I love like... I'm just, I'm a people pleaser. I like to make sure everyone's taken care of, everyone's comfortable. I always just pick up the check and then I get my credit card bill at the end of the month and I'm like, fuck these people. Not a single person has offered to, you know, rub my shoulders on occasion. Like, why the fuck am I taking, you know, Ren and Stimpy out to Houston's every weekend for a $15 spinach dip and a, and a bottle of Rombauer Chardonnay? Riddle me this. Now, if it was something celebrating them, like, okay, if it was your girlfriend and it's her birthday... Well then, I think you should be paying for it, right? A birthday dinner is like all your friends split it, but if it was just like a dinner party, and then she sent you a request, I don't know, it's tricky. If it was at her house and she sent you a request, you need to defriend her, never speak to her again, and tell her when she calls you and she's like, "Hey, where you been?" You say, "I'll tell you what I've been doing: finding friends who aren't cheap asses." Me, casa su casa, my ass. But if it was her birthday, then you're kind of being a bitch and you need to chip in. You know what I mean? Just buy her the damn. You know, she got some salad with salmon. If you take me out for my birthday, I'm getting the full Monty. I'm not going to be greedy, but I'm also not going to get a side salad with salmon. I'm like, you know what? I saw the porterhouse on the menu. Who wants to split it with me? And, And that's how I roll. I'm sorry that happened to you. Venmo in general is tricky. I always say at first, I go, hey. You know, who wants to get the points on their credit card? Great. Who wants to be Venmo'd? That should just be established up front. But if you're lucky, find one of your girlfriends or one of your guy friends who's dating a Charles or married to a Charles type, and you go out with them. Treat yourself by letting Charles treat yourself. Absolutely not. Y'all, I want to talk about a product that has truly stepped up my wellness game I'm talking about Four Sigmatic. What's Four Sigmatic, Heather? Let me tell you right now, my little babies. I found out about Four Sigmatic through a friend of mine because I've been dabbling in what you might call adaptogens. What's an adaptogen? It's a supplement from nature that essentially adapts to what's going on to your body. And it kind of, you know, works with your own chemistry and helps you feel alive. Uh, for example, like ashwagandha doesn't an adapt to gin. And when you feel anxious, it adapts to what's happening and just calms you down. Listen, Four Sigmatic is one of the coolest companies that I have found in the wellness game. It's a natural superfood company that specializes in, wait for it, mushroom-based drinks that benefit your immunity, your energy, and longevity. And honestly, it helps us live a healthier, more enhanced life. They use a wide variety of blends, including like mushroom coffee, mushroom elixirs, hot cacaos, matcha, superfood blends, and more. When do you drink it? Drink whenever your brain needs an energizing, you know, get it together hug for balance, stimulation, and upgraded enjoyment. And I'll tell you what, this is an old school product. Lion's mane mushrooms have long been used by Buddhist monks to help with focus during meditation. And we all know that the Buddhists have been doing it right. You know, you go over to Asia, they all live to be 207 years old. So, really, we need to take a book from the Buddhist. Have you ever met a Buddhist? I have. I met one in the airport once. He was 700 years old, drinking mushroom four sigmatic tea, didn't look a day over 35. This beautiful mushroom is our modern day favorite for getting creative. Okay. I've had such bad brain fog, it's unbelievable. I make a little bit of the mushroom tea in the morning. I got a zinger, it's like my brain's awake. The energizing effects of Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee are stabilized with dual extracted chaga mushrooms that also help to support your daily immune functions. And you know, I have the immunity of essentially a Petri dish. I walk by something and I'm automatically ill. So I am excited to be working with Four Sigmatic and drinking the mushroom coffee. It's made with 100% organic uh, Arabakia, You know what I'm talking about. And um, it has half the caffeine, double the mental clarity, it awakens your mind, supports your well-being, and it gives you productivity without the compromise and the crash. Because I'm telling you right now, I can't drink my cold brew like I used to. It makes me feel like I'm going into cardiac arrest. So I have a very exciting offer for all of my listeners If you want 15% off off your Four Sigmatic purchase, go to foursigmatic.com, that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash absolutely not, or use discount code absolutely not at checkout for 15% off any of their products. Y'all check them out, Four Sigmatic's doing the Lord's work, giving us adaptogens, a little bit of mushroom, a little changa, a little matcha are helping us get mental clarity and stay focused without the crash, and I'm here for the product. Check out foursigmatic.com backslash absolutely not, or use discount code absolutely not at checkout for 15% off. And let's get back to the podcast.
3: Hi, Heather. My name
1: is Natalie. I'm a flight attendant for Delta Airlines, and um, I just want to say that I can totally relate to your recent podcast speaking of traveling and how people act in the manner, and especially the uh, men in... First class, um, I can definitely relate to that and dealing with that on an everyday basis, it's actually astonishing how many men And businessmen act towards women who are sitting in first class. And um, if you ever want to speak more about this, please let me know because I deal with this every day. And I just want to say huge fan of you and thank you for calling Delta. And we honestly appreciate it. Hope to see you on a flight someday soon.
0: Wow, Natalie, thanks for calling. I love it. A flight attendant for Delta. Keep climbing. I got my wings yesterday. It was a big deal. I'm super excited. Uh, If you listen to one of the more recent podcasts, I talked about just how rude it was that I was getting side-eye from some of the gentlemen in first class. You know, there was a whole fiasco. I put my bag up, and the guy screamed at me like his bag should have gone where my overhead bin space was. It's insane. Wow, absolutely not to misogynistic assholes who think that they're above you. Great. Oh, you work for what? What, sir, what's the, you work for the oil company, and you're on this flight back to Houston, and you want to be an asshole? Uh Uh-uh, absolutely not. Listen, there's a lot of nice people in the air, but there's also a lot of assholes, and I won't tolerate it. But Natalie, I would love to pick your brain about some of the things that you've seen on flights. Again, my general travel notes are always, we're all in a metal tube flying at, you know, 500 miles an hour, 30,000 feet up in the air. Have some human decency for the people you're about to be fucking trapped with for the next three and a half hours. That's what's wild to me is when people act like assholes on an airplane and then you got to sit by them for the next couple of hours. Like, are you out of your mind? It's one thing if you're on the subway and you're like, you know, whatever, somebody's being insane and you, you tell them to fuck off and then you get off at the next station and you never see them again. You know, you could put people in their place when it's right, but then if you're going to sit by them for six hours, g- get out of here. These businessmen need a check. You know what I'm gonna do the next time I get upgraded? I'm just gonna wear a full, I'm gonna get a custom made cheetah print power suit made with some wild shoes. I'm gonna just carry like a duffel and the biggest, most obnoxious bag. And I'm going to bust into first class, and I'm just going to let everybody know. I'm going to make an announcement. Tick, tick, tick. Hey, because we just got on first because we're in first class. There's six of us. I'm, I might be the only lady here. I'm in a cheetah print suit. I'm a wild animal. If you let me out of this cage and you tick me off, I'm going to bite. So you better back up, Mark. You better back up, Daryl. Don't even make eye contact, Simon. Oh, what was that, Antony? I don't, there's just a, there's an Italian guy named Antony. And he's just like, what? what did I do? I was so nice. I gave you a cappuccino. I gave you a little croissant. Okay, why? I kind of made him Greek there. <laughs> and then I'm like, Antony, you know what? You're right. You're a sweetheart. And also you're a small Italian man and you wouldn't even have the upper body strength to help me put my bag in the overhead bin. So I don't know why I looked at you. Thank you for being you. Also, let's, let's get drunk on this flight to Italy. Wow. Natalie, let's send me an email. Let's have a conversation. I'd love to bring you on the podcast and talk more about traveling assholes. I mean, it's wild. There's so many. I mean, I could do 65 episodes just on people who don't know how to travel. I am going to interview a couple people from Delta and because, you know, I want to hear that inside scoop. But I would also love to just hear like the crazy shit that's happened to them. We could talk about travel all day long. Again, at the end of the day, just be a decent human being. Help one another. Wear closed-toed shoes. You know, don't spill your trail mix all over the floor and then stomp on it and just mush the crumbs into the carpet and then use your toes. I know y'all saw that video that went viral. Shout out to passenger shaming on Instagram where the guy was just swiping through. It was on a Delta flight. I commented, I was like, how dare this man desecrate a Delta flight like this? This man was using his toes to scroll on his screen to check out his movie selection. If I would have been on that flight, I would have come up. I would have kind of popped up below, you know what I mean? I would have maybe crawled under the seat somehow, shimmied my way, popped up right between his legs and been like, what's up, bruiser? Uh-huh. The fuck you're doing? Absolutely not. And then I would have had an air horn like, here, here, shoom. And then we would have put a big red like, like, like a bam sticker on his head. And then everyone would be like, you got him. That's what's up. So maybe that's a new bit that I do. Maybe that's a new uh, game show I have where I just kind of like hide out on flights like an air marshal. And then the first time I see somebody doing something really fucked up, I just show up and I'm like, you just got, you just got airlined. That's it. And then I just, all the lights go on and then everyone just like points at this guy. And then we detain him and we throw him into cargo. And that's, and then they do like, you know, like the, the, um like the real world confessional crew comes in and they just interview this guy in the underbelly of the airplane. Like, sir, do you know why you're here? Do you know what you did? And then he has to like go through deep psychological, emotional, you know, I guess he has to speak to a professional for the rest of the flight. And then we interview him on the tarmac when he gets off the flight to see if he's learned anything. So there's that. Wow. Wow. That came from a deep place in my colon of hate. Do you know you know when like you bury things deep down inside sometimes they can sit in the pit of your stomach and it can give you an ulcer but you can also send hate for someone all the way down into your lower intestines till your colon pops out of your butt and that's what I call colon hate when you can't stand somebody so much that it ruptures your colon shout out to everybody on prebiotics and probiotics cuz guess what gut flora is important all right y'all we have time for one last Um, voicemail, this has been so much fun today and I, I'm sorry, I've been kind of like moving around, you know, I'm on my computer, I'm in the basement, I'm sweating. Can I just take a second though? And I just want to really truly from the bottom of my heart, I mean this in down in my hate colon. And I also mean it in my love rectum. Thank y'all so much for downloading, subscribing, being a part of this podcast, for calling in. You don't understand how much it means to me. I am, my career is nothing without y'all. I am nothing without y'all. The fact that you were so supportive and followed me along this journey means fucking everything to me. And I just, I I can't say thank you enough. Y'all are OGs, real Gs, and I can't wait to meet each and every one of you on the tour. We're going to do the most. And as always, if you want to call into the podcast, the absolutely not line it's the absolutely hotline, but we're calling it the absolutely not line is 800-213-7503. Again, it is 800-213-7503. That's the absolutely not line. Leave us your voicemail and we'll try and get back to you as soon as possible. We'll listen to it and we'll play it on air. All right, we got time for one last voicemail. And then I'm going to take a shower because I sweat through my show me your moo pajamas. And uh, I'm going to go eat something. I'm on a detox. I'm starving. And then I'm going to go get some blood work taken to see if I'm dying. Shout out to Stat Wellness and my Dr. Kristen. Okay, here we go.
3: Hi, Heather. This is your girl, Anna, from Greenville, South Carolina. So, fellow Southern girl. Um, My absolutely fucking not is that fashion is currently trying to make us all look like our uncles from the early 90s with the fucking literally a $1,000 Balenciaga dad sneakers and the GD fanny packs like what the F is that shit I can't do it I too have an apple shape and I already have a dad bod I don't need a fucking fanny pack to accentuate that um, but anyways I love you and you're amazing thank you bye bye now <laughs>
0: Anna, bye-bye now. Oh, wow. Anna from Greenville, South Carolina. You just made my day. I love the sass. And I also love that you started it out with, I have an absolutely fucking nut, but then you like censored yourself through the voicemail. I love that. I just, that tickled me pink. Um, I fully agree with it. it okay. So it's called norm core is quote unquote what the look is. I don't really understand it, but that's what the kids are calling it these days. I don't get the dad look. I mean, you know those white Fila sneakers that everyone's wearing? It literally looks like there's an iceberg, an iceberg of sadness on your feet. And I was in DSW the other day, and they had little baby ones for $49.99, the baby feelas. I-, I don't care how cute your kid is. Those are the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Th- that's a part of the look. It's like these white, chunky sneakers. Now, I love a Nike. I love an Adidas. I love a good Converse. But then people are shaping them with shapeless pants, you know, a shirt with no bra, like everything just doesn't look good. And really only one type of body can wear it. You have to be just emaciated because that way you can slip into those. You know and I love when everyone's like, these are my old vintage Levi's. And then you find out that they're actually like a size 24. And I'm like, oh really Karen? Oh, you fit into a size 24 Levi's? I can never buy vintage jeans because my body didn't exist. <laughs> It didn't. Um, yeah, I hear you. The dad bod jeans. Like everyone's trying to have a flat ass, which, listen, I'm grateful to the Kardashians for a lot of things. One, pure entertainment. Two, for bringing us Scott Disick. Um, and three, for, you know, bringing back curves, even though their waists are not natural. So, and we know those asses aren't either, but whatever. They're beautiful. They're doing their thing. But the only. People who can look good in this new dad bod look are are like teenagers, like a 16-year-old woman with no titties. Also, when did we all just quit wearing bras? Like, I don't wear bras with some of my dresses because they're kind of corseted in the back. Like, they have the stretch in the back and then they button up in the front. And it's fantastic. Like, I'm like, oh, this is a vintage vibe. I can wear some vintage-inspired dresses that are in a real actual modern-day size 14. Um, But I don't understand where people just never wear bras anymore. I mean, listen, the one thing I am jealous of people with tiny titties is is that they don't have to wear a bra, but like, but you know, you, when you wear a bra with like, I don't know, like a button down, like you should wear a bra with a button down. If you're not wearing anything underneath, just a button down, and then it's tucked into high-waisted jeans, maybe we need to have a conversation, you know, and those girls are usually named like Willow. It's usually a Willow who lives in, you know, Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, and she's just ugh, doing the most. I I just, what is this? Whatever happened to a a sweet kitten heel? You know, actually, I don't like a kitten heel. I do love, though, a slingback. Hey, if anybody who works for Dolce Vita hears this, we have to have an honest conversation. Y'all did a line with Target two years ago. I had these gold shoes. They're, um, I believe they're called mules. I don't know. They have a great little heel on them, and they're like uh, Loffler Randall knockoffs. Our Loft Randall knocked off, y'all. These are the best shoes. I got them at Target. They are done. I can't find them anywhere. Hey, Dolce Vita, if you hear this, can you please recreate these shoes? Just reach out to me. I'll contact you. We'll we'll do a collab. I need these shoes. These are my favorite fucking heels I've ever owned in my life. They make my legs look so feminine because, you know, my my shoe is really, I'm a size 11 in sneakers. I'm about a 10, 10 and a half in regular shoes. If it's open toe, I can go 10 because, you know, then my little fat, my little fat toes can just kind of breathe. Um, and my, my foot is shaped like a block of cheese. Like most people, their toes, you know, are at a nice angle. It's a natural slope, if you will. Mine's just straight across, just a big cube. So even though my foot's not that big, it's just wide. So I can't always wear these cute heels. And then if I put on a pair of old school, dad, norm core, new balances, I just look like I've given up on life. So I hear you, honey. I hear you. And I love it. Sassy from Greenville. Um, listen, as always, you can call into the hotline. Don't forget to subscribe, share with your friends. I really appreciate y'all being along for the ride and seeing all the cool things that are happening. Again, I've said this a million times, but I can't do it without y'all. I'm at home. I'm in Atlanta. We're sweating. We're going to see doctors. I'm going to, you know, block everyone's calls. These hoes that are calling me, I haven't heard from them in four years. And now they're like, let's get an appetizer. No, no, no. Carol Ann. I'm kidding. I have a good friend, Carol Carolyn, I just needed to use your voice in this. But no, I'm not doing it. That's an absolutely not. But you know what it is an absolutely yes? Each and every one of you. And I'm excited to um, have my mom do my laundry. I'm excited to snuggle with Bronson all week. I've had such a blessed month. And we're all in this together. You're along for the ride. Buckle up. Put on your breastplate of righteousness and your helmet of truth because we're going to continue to spit hot fire no matter where we go and what we do. I love each and every one of you and I'll see you on the next episode. As always, call into the hotline and have a great day, my little babies. Love each and every one of you. Ciao. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at McMahon. See you guys soon.